Welcome to Every Believer Confident, hosted by Dr. Mark Farnham, where we explore in seven minutes or less how to effectively share and defend your faith. This is apologetics for the average Christian, with ideas and practical principles that can help you this week as you engage unbelievers with the good news of the gospel. Let's go get some confidence. Welcome back to the Every Believer Confident Podcast. This is Dr. Mark Farnham, and we're resuming uh, an episode we started last time on different approaches to apologetics. So last time we talked about various strands of evidential apologetics. We talked about minimal facts and cumulative case. There are other approaches such as classical apologetics. But today we're going to talk about presuppositional apologetics and uh, what I think is the advantage of this approach. As we mentioned last time, presuppositional apologetics also goes by names such as covenantal or transcendental apologetics. It was formulated close to 100 years ago by a philosopher and apologist named Cornelius Van Til, who first taught at Princeton Theological Seminary and then when Westminster Theological Seminary in Philadelphia was begun in the late 1920s. Uh, Van Til went over to Westminster uh, with other professors from Princeton. And Van Til sought to create an apologetic that was thoroughly biblical and theologically consistent. In other words, he wanted to make sure that uh, his approach was not different than his approach to theology. And the term presupposition simply means a belief that serves as a foundation for all other beliefs. And Van Til began with the presupposition that the triune God exists and has revealed himself, and that we ought to build any apologetic method from that starting point. Uh, What's interesting is that many people have never considered their presuppositions. They've never thought through why they believe what they believe or what they base their beliefs on. And this is the advantage of presuppositionalism, is it seeks to show uh, the unbeliever's failed presuppositions before it begins to present Christ, so that the unbeliever is left without a position, without a worldview, without a rational basis for what he believes. So here are some of the basic tenets of presuppositionalism. First of all, God has revealed himself, and therefore every person knows him. In future podcasts, we'll cover this in greater detail. While the evidentialist says that every person has the capacity to know God or to know a God, the presuppositionalist argues from Romans 1 that every person does indeed know God already. That is, the believer knows God in a relationship of grace, and the unbeliever knows God in a relationship of wrath. That is, we don't deal with anyone or encounter anyone who is unaware of God, and not just, again, a God, but the true God, and they know some things about him. And that's why Romans one twenty one says, because unbelievers know God, they are without excuse. So when I'm sharing the truth of the Christian faith, I'm speaking of a God who is already known to the unbeliever. Secondly, the Bible attests to its own authority. Because there's no authority higher than God, his word is the highest court of appeals for any question of truth. We call this the self-attesting authority of Scripture. Most other belief systems place reason as the highest authority or test of truth. While reason is a God-given capacity, it is not an authority. And that's one of the major distinctions between 
presuppositionalism, and various strands of evidentialism. Presuppositionalism holds that reason is a tool, a capacity given by God to know and understand the truth, but it is never an authority in itself. Only the Christian worldview can adequately explain all aspects of the human experience in a way that's rational and provides meaning. And the reason for this is that this world is God's world. And God's description of our origin, purpose, and destiny, as well as what is wrong with the world, is the only one that really is rational, that makes sense. In other words, non-Christian worldviews and belief systems are necessarily contradictory to how life really is. They are antithetical to the Christian faith. And because they do not accept the authority of Scripture, they oppose Christianity with their partial truths. So presuppositionalism begins with these tenets, that the unbeliever knows God, that reason in and of itself cannot act as an authority, uh, and that the unbeliever is fallen, is uh, corrupted, is depraved because of sin. And as a result, then, the unbeliever does not reason objectively or neutrally. The unbeliever is necessarily bent against God. He is in rebellion against God. And the presuppositional approach simply acknowledges that at the outset. So what we have here is someone who knows the truth, but simply rejects it because he does not want it to be true. And I think that's a great advantage of presuppositionalism. It does not believe that the unbeliever uh, is simply looking for information, and if he would just get the right evidence and information, he would necessarily believe. It acknowledges what Scripture teaches, and that is that the human heart is depraved and that unbelievers are in rebellion against God. In order for them to be saved, uh, the Holy Spirit must convict them of that sin and to help them move past their desire for their own will to be done, to recognize God's lordship and to bow the knee to him. So that's a summary of presuppositionalism. I think it's powerful. I've seen it work in my own uh, experience with unbelievers where to show them their own rebellion against God and to dismantle their belief system is much more powerful than simply presenting evidences and assuming that they will naturally believe them. Well, I hope that's helped you think through your approach as we unpack that in future episodes. I will point out uh, how this helps us to engage unbelievers effectively. I pray that this week you would be able to engage someone with the gospel. For more information on how you can host a practical apologetics conference at your church or to listen to past episodes, please visit apologeticsforthechurch.org.